Welcome in, everybody, to episode number nine of Thoughts from the Nosebleeds. Today is Monday, uh, March the 9th. Got a lot to talk to, to talk about today, including Kentucky's, I don't even know how you want to describe this one, but Kentucky's just improbable win against Florida on Saturday. We'll talk about that. Of course, we'll look ahead at the SEC tournament, all the matchups there. Uh, Braden, for some reason, thinks uh, Vanderbilt could make a run to the title game. He is an absolute lunatic. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our picks from this past weekend for the SEC and the XFL. And, uh, yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a good episode here. So without further ado, let's do this. Welcome, everybody, to episode nine of Thoughts from the Nosebleeds. Today is March the 9th of 2020, and uh, we are we are really excited for the show today, aren't we, Brayden? This be yes, fun. sir. This one's going to be fantastic. So it's not just me and Brayden today. we got a couple of our friends on. We've got Chandler Wilcox and Hayden Hooper from Cameron Mills Radio. How you doing? Hanging out with Let's us today. This. What's going on, boys? Hola. All right, so we're going to start off, like we said at the top of the show, talking about Kentucky's... How would you describe that win? That I said improbable. I'm more shocked about it than I was the Tennessee. What about you guys? Game. I don't I mean, know about you. you. Get to see it? Uh, yeah, we saw it. Uh, the band. We all. We were all in Greenville getting ready for the game happening. Like literally, yeah. like an hour and a half after the game, and I just remember sitting there, um, <laughs> and we probably got multiple noise complaints. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I. I just woke up this morning and I was like. How did they win that game? Yeah, so Chandler, you were in studio with me yesterday, right, yeah. uh, the UK Sports Network, and um, we were watching it on the TV, but we also had Tom Leach's yeah. call the ten game. Ten seconds ahead. It was of, ten seconds yeah. ahead. Right. So we knew that there was a tip in and that there was a controversy, so we looked up and we're watching right. it. That's in. Yeah, we're, we're like, like, that's, that's in. in. That's good. It's good. Um, but you said on the, on the ride back uh, to Lexington today that we heard his call about the last shot from Florida, but we didn't see it. Right. And it was... It yeah. was close. Oh, yeah, it was I, close, I, man. Oh, I was staring like literally at the TV, and yeah. I was like, "Dude, I swear, <laughs> if, if this down, I, I was like, I'm getting Kawhi flashbacks, I'm getting South Carolina <laughs> oh flashbacks, goodness. and I'm like, don't Just do don't it, don't do it. Yeah. I had well, no idea. I, I saw the replay today, and I was like, holy cow! I mean, that thing like went around the rim, went off yeah. the backboard, bounced again on the rim, went off. Like, Before that play, I just told him. I just said. Do not get them past half court with like literally a second. And yeah. guess what? And look what they did. They gave him a second, enough for him to reposition, look up, and shoot. I remember telling you, Chandler, I was like, we just can't do what we did with South Carolina, which was just give him plenty of room to run up the court. And on the replay, that's exactly what they did. That's what they did. They gave him so much room. And I'm like, oh no, this is, I mean, I already knew what was going to happen, but you start to think like, Oh, they had a really legitimate shot. Like Tom made it sound like, oh, it's so good. And it's yeah, like, no, oh, didn't. good. Like it hit the backboard or something. No, it hit the rim and went around and out. Did you see the CBS call of it? Yeah, we saw. Well, we, we didn't hear what I and Eagle and them were saying because the TV was muted. We heard Tom, but he was 10 seconds ahead of the action. So we just assumed it was, you know, once it was over, we were already like, oh, it's over. We yeah, we were just celebrating. Yeah. And get, I was getting ready for the, the post-game stuff. Right. We didn't even see it. Yeah. Which you sounded great, by the way. I oh, yeah, you thank you. I heard the, I heard the yes, whole sir. thing. I appreciate oh, yeah. it, guys. I had to get ready for the game, and I had it on this while I was taking my shower. Well, I appreciate it. So the, the big Maybe thing. Maybe a little TMI there, but anyway. <laughs> I had to get ready somehow, and I didn't want music. I might as well just listen to Zach. That's we're less right. than we're less than four minutes into the show, and it's already come off the rails. Yeah, it's oh getting gosh. really close. So, no, hey, welcome to Hayden Hooper. Yeah, How about exactly. you? Hi. <laughs> so the biggest takeaway I had from this game, of course, Ashton Hagens didn't travel with the team. 
He was back here in Lexington across the street at the Wildcat Coal Lodge. And Emmanuel quickly fouls out of the game with like seven minutes to go. I think it was nine. It was nine. It was nine? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, even more time. So, I'm, my thing is, how did we win that game? Well, eventually they started playing some defense. They, they, yeah. Florida was getting whatever they wanted in the first half. And for the first part of the second half, you know, that's how they got up by 18. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the defense just turned on. They did, didn't they? I mean, it was insane. And Nick Richards, he was just such a stud in the second half. They just kept feeding him and feeding him. And uh, Cal Perry just kept that confidence in his players, as he always does. And that made a huge difference. As he started scoring in the first half. He couldn't buy a bucket in the second half. He was much more aggressive. And he, uh, was, he was playing mad, I thought, like. I mean, and that's you want some aggressiveness out of your player, but, like, obviously things weren't going his way. And he started getting a little bit more aggressive. And it was paying off, I thought. I felt like it was the shots were actually going in. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, for the first, like, what, 20, 30 minutes of the game, and it's just, we got shots to go in, but, like, they weren't coming in consistently. Like, it wasn't going in bang, bang, bang. It was just, like, you know, once every, like, three possessions. And Florida came out hot, like I thought they were going to. And You're not alone there. And it was just, like... <laughs> There was, there was one point I was getting ready to text you, and I was going to be like, darn it, you were so right about this prediction. Well, okay, so Freezing Cold takes to have a month's worth of material from me off the last two episodes, <laughs> I'll tell you. And my, my score prediction was 72-68. I ended up being pretty close, but, of course, when they were down by 20, I thought I was You were, like, tossed it. You were wadding yeah. it up and throwing yeah, it away. Yeah, I was like, just no, go ahead no and sense. throw that out. Yeah, on Nick, though, he said, you know, there was, he had some good shots uh, in the first half, but none of them were rolling in. Then the second half, he really started getting going. How much of that do you attribute to Kerry Blackshear being out with the wrist? That was a big thing, but my thing was, even before the injury, he wasn't playing like himself. I didn't think yeah, so. Yeah, he didn't seem like it, but you could still, yeah. his presence still helps Florida no, a lot. No, he definitely did, but the offense that he brings to that team, it, it definitely was not there in, in, before he got injured went to the locker room. I mean, defensive-wise, I think the, the his replacement really gave him some, like, gave Nick a lot of work. Yeah. Something like, he was quite, Cal was questioning um, during his post-game conference, he was just literally saying, wait a minute, like, even though Kerry was not out there, the dude was literally banging him around. Like, he's still, like, if you go watch the last 10 minutes in that performance, he was still fading. He yeah. was, like, he couldn't get anything, like, dunking. He was all fading hooks, like, stuff that him and Kenny Payne have been working on all year. Something that's literally made him the SEC player of the year candidate. So, yeah, without that work, I don't know. I don't even think they even get close to what they did. And, with, and it's not even just Nick. The performance Juzang and Keon came off. Yeah, the, our guys off the bench. That's Literally, the biggest that thing. was the thing. And the thing is that Cal kept, keeps on saying, he said it all since like maybe December. Mm-hmm. We're going to go as far as these four guys are going to take us. And that's saying about the Sestinas, the Keon Brookses, the Johnny Juzangs, and. Um, Sestina. No, you talk about Sestina. Yeah, I mean, those guys have been so instrumental in getting you. I mean,. I was so happy for Keon. I mean, I've I've talked about it on the podcast. Keon before. Brooks stand over I there. I love I love me some Keon Brooks, and I was he was two of two from three yesterday. Yes, oh, he was, was like four was the first threes the game, he right? hit yeah. since like the FDU game. Yeah. Or it something was yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. crazy. <laughs> uh, Nick or not Nick? Uh, Keon, Johnny, and Nate combined for twenty nine points and ten boards yesterday. Really? In a game without Ashton Hagens, in a game where Tyrese Maxey shoots one of eleven, mm-hmm. in a game, a game where, where Emmanuel quickly fouls out, quickly fouls out with nine minutes. That's invaluable. Like, yeah, 
it, and that's the, that's ultimately, you know, we talked about the defense locking down, but if nothing happens from them, that game's still not even close. And the and the big thing I think too is down the stretch they were only playing six guys. I mean, you had when Emmanuel fouled out, Ashton didn't travel. You've been without Khalil Whitney for a while. The rotation's already thin and thin enough as it is, and so you're just playing with those guys out there, subbing a few, you know, one guy out every once in a while. That was impressive. Yeah, it was one of the most impressive wins of the season, I think. Without Nate's rebounds, I don't think they even get a shot right. down that. Yeah, the oh, last yeah. two minutes. And he was big. On that the put glass. back that put back dunk to cut it down to five. Wow, and having the like presence of mind to get key on the ball mm-hmm. right and that last possession that just shows wonders what cal had has confidence in Keon. and i don't think i think this is something we're gonna be seeing now on forever and throughout his career i think today's gonna be the most pivotal game Keon's gonna have in his career and it's because i think going forward into next year where we're going to need a big guy like that yeah that's going to be able to year. space the floor with all these guards we're coming in I think Keon is gonna. We're gonna see a lot more Keon than we're seeing now, and because and the reason why is because when you have like an EJ Montgomery and you have a Nick Richards clogging up the paint, and with a Nate Sestina clogging up the paint, yeah, he can't really do most of his work. His one of his best moves in the two minutes was where he got the ball outside of the key, drew, took two dribbles, came in, Woodery did a little pump fake and put it in, yeah, and like stuff like that. And wh- where was Nick on that play? He was outside of the paint. Mm-hmm. And so, like, stuff like that, I think that's going to be something that throughout the future I am more confident in him than I was even, to, like, on Tuesday. Yeah. And, I, not only, and not only that, but I think those guys were just playing with so much confidence. Like, they knew – they went out there and they knew what they were doing. And they were they, uh, they listened to Coach Cal. I think early on, Keon struggled a little bit. But once he kind of settled in, Cal got in their heads, you know, in a good way. And they played, you know – Maybe between Johnny and uh, Keon, they're probably best two games of the oh, season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got – it was like five minutes left, and I was looking at the stats, and then I looked at plus minus because it felt like Keon had been playing well, you know. And he was like minus 18 and with like five minutes left in the game. And I was like, <laughs> am I missing something here? Like, I don't know what the heck's happening. But then, like, you saw that it was just a better game for me. I don't, I don't remember what he finished at, but it had me questioning it for a second. But – you know, I think that you know we talk about sometimes the numbers don't necessarily tell the whole truth. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Don't I don't want to get you started on the plus minus stuff oh, after gosh, that yeah. Auburn game. I thought it's like <laughs> the we've thing, given that thing way too much attention. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, the thing is too, I thought Keon's defense was a lot more like you know he was more he knew what was happening because like something that Nick had to adapt to was the pick and roll defense, mm-hmm. and the one thing Nick was so clueless about the first two years was. You know, don't come and help the guy that just um, rolled. Yeah. Get the guy who just picked. So you can get that. Because that's literally they're just throwing dishes. And you're just giving them an easy two. And that's something that, like, Keon's been doing all year. And it's, like, a liability. And guess what? Cal's got to take you out. Yeah. And so I think he, he grew up. He grew up yesterday. I was I didn't get to see the post game, but I'm assuming Cal did he did he do the thing where he's like, oh, guess who told on themselves today? It was Keon. I don't. <laughs> I, he didn't. He didn't have that moment. He was the the most epic rant he had. I think the most <laughs> best rant he's had all year. Yeah. Probably comes to a close second from Evansville, Evansville, Evansville. Yeah, that was a good is one. Is the. Uh, the Duke and the net rankings. Right, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, had, he had a yeah. field day with that. He, they, there was about five minutes. He came out at Duke. He came out at the Big Ten in that. And just He talked about, you know, team drops three of four, doesn't move in the net. Kentucky wins the game and gets uh, lower. 
back yeah. in the day. And, and then we, he said and, something about the SEC teams being rated low. He's like, mm-hmm. there's some teams that get seven teams and go one and six each year. And people are like, man, he is not holding shots back today. No, he wasn't. And I mean, honestly, we've talked about the net rankings on, on here before. Oh, yeah. And, you know, while we've kind of determined that there probably just isn't enough data in there yet, it's what the second yeah. year of this thing, and it'll kind of even out as it goes. It's the third year. I think it is. I, it's been here longer than I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, were you an RPI guy? No. To be honest, I don't, you know, th- I think Are RPI, you like forget, just forget the and I test. Kind of I hate yeah. Matrix. Yeah. Like, you, I know what a team, you know what a tournament team looks you like. You can this look committee at knows what, yeah. Team, like, these co- the committee members know what a tournament team looks like. Yeah. You don't need, like, advanced metrics. This is not baseball. This is college <laughs> basketball. <laughs> what a shot of baseball right Goodness. there. <laughs> shot, 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 Oh, my shot, goodness. Shot. I think especially down the stretch. I mean, if, you know, in March, early March. I mean, it makes so much a difference if a team, even if they had a bad early season, if they're, you know, playing as good as Kentucky is or was Mm -hmm. before the Tennessee game, then that should make a difference. Not looking at a net ranking that takes a lot of stock in what they did earlier in the season. They should look at the overall uh, perspective and how, like, what their eyes tell them is how they're playing. I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. I'm trying to find it right here. I was talking about it, I think, before Hayden got in here and we started taping. But um, the Cats Paws had a stat, and it said that there were only, I said, what was it, five teams in five the country? Five teams that had more quad one wins than Kentucky. Yeah, oh, so, I, saw, I saw that one. Yeah, so those teams, like I said, only five teams. Kansas with 12, Baylor with 11, Villanova 10, Seton Hall 10, and Butler with 10. They all have more quad wins than Kentucky, but we have nine. And I, that's amazing. I mean, you think about where we started off. I mean, basically, with the season with Evansville and everyone going Evansville, oh my Evansville, God. Evansville, Evansville. Go ahead and say it, Hayden. Evansville, Evansville, Evansville. Evansville. There we go. We're about to summon them like Beetlejuice, aren't we? Like, <laughs> don't look in the mirror. Yeah, goodness, <laughs> it's a Candyman. Um, oh, don't get started. Wait, do you not like Candyman? Oh, I'm gonna go see it. Oh, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be great. I know, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Don't talk about it right now. Not in this room. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, that's just astounding to me to think that you start off with that. I mean, basically, it was quad five. <laughs> it was way down there. That's with quad Evansville. six, brother. Quad like, here's six. Here's fifty feet of crap, and then there's the quad that <laughs> Evansville is in. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, Dude, when they you go zero eighteen in the conference, say, they did not win a conference Ooh. game. I and I think a lot of that has to do with McCarty too. being. Did they? Like a, I assume so. I not, I yeah, he did lose their. They did lose their first conference ah, game. Okay, good. You yeah. know, and I'm not saying McCarty <laughs> didn't deserve to be let go for what happened. Right, like, right. That's a completely other discussion. But that team fell apart once he got put on the shelf. Big. They did not win a game after he got put on the shelf. They were nine and four, and yeah. then they lost their last nineteen. That is just <sighs> unbelievable. <That's> With him, <laughs> Hayden's over here just shaking his head. That gives me so headaches because it's like, Cal, why are you scheduling these games? Because, <laughs> like, let's compare it to the Duke loss with Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. But Stephen F. Austin win their conference and create havoc. Fair. So that loss then looks so much worse than it did when they lost in November. Yeah, people know Stephen F. Austin. They've won tournament games. They beat VCU one year in a 12-5. They beat West Virginia one year in a 14-3. Almost Steel went to the Sweet 16. Here. Notre Dame beat them by like a point yeah. one year <laughs> yeah. after the West Virginia game. Uh, love all this talk about you know the comeback and everything good, but we can't ignore that first half either. Oh, we got to go back and talk about it, as painful as it is. Where do you want to start? I mean, we got outscored 7-0 to start the game. Well, that was brutal. I mean, I looked at Chandler, I was like, well, this can be a really long game. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it, didn't it? 100 seconds in, call, Cal calls timeout. Oh, my I th- goodness. I think the team was, I, you know, Tyrese's playing point guard. I think right. they were in new roles, and they just 
they were just kind of lost for a while, you know. It Florida, seemed like it, yeah. I, I don't know about y'all, but I couldn't barely watch it because of the <laughs> it fact was, it was no, hard. No, it's not even, not even like the play on the field on the on the floor. It was literally the mics and CBS. I was. <laughs> I went I was, back and was rewatched it last night. The mic placement was not great. Oh, no, yeah, that's what I heard. But it was like it was it was that, and then my TV in the hotel room couldn't work, so I had to watch on my iPad, and then oh. I had to hear all the trash banging, and I had to hear like Cal, you're trash, <laughs> and then like I couldn't even hear the commentators, and so I just turned it off and went to go do my paper. Man, I heard trash banging. Was thinking Astros, but. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's Brad's got baseball on the mind, yeah. but yeah, that 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 first half was brutal. And I think honestly, to get that down to ten, oh yeah, to go to halftime. Right. I mean, I felt good. You felt good about yeah, it too. About the, you yeah. just had to get that lead down. Thank it, you, Johnny. Was going to get out of what? Yeah, again, yeah. thank you, Johnny Juzang. Keon hit, hit one of his first threes in the in the first half. Didn't I, he? But I felt like Johnny's threes in the first half came in the crucial moments where right. if like if he does, we don't make a shot at that. Mm-hmm. They don't make a shot at that point. It, it's gonna get ugly. You're one possession away from getting, getting run out ugly. Of the gym. And that, that's yeah. like, and it was like they were getting to that one possession where it was about to get ugly, and it just Shot kept it. on going. Yeah, and then they stopped it. I what? just don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead, I was Cameron. gonna say. I mean, it feels like every time Johnny hits a shot in any game, it's a big shot. Like I can go back. You know, Texas Tech game. You had a few of those shots. Arkansas. I mean, he just has timely threes. That you know, especially in the Florida game. I mean, the one before halftime at the time kept a minute. You know, obviously they went down 18 in the second half, but I mean he's I mean, he's clearly got confidence when he goes in. I tell you, the biggest thing I think with Johnny's shots is some of those came off of designed inbound plays for him, and that's yes. got to be a huge confidence boost for him. You know, early in the year you didn't see that, but having plays designed for him coming off those screens on the inbounds, just Cal having that confidence that that shot's going to go in has helped him a lot. And he was when he was in the corner, and they and they just left him there. It was money. It was. Well, like, here's the thing. I've never seen Cal in in his career at Kentucky literally run a like an inbound play. play. <laughs> and then now you decided to do it. I, I mean, good for him. But yeah. like, the second game in a row, you saw him run a couple with Nate. Yeah. Or that was the, uh, yeah. Auburn, the Auburn game. game. Yeah. They yeah. ran a couple with Nate. They got him layups. You saw Johnny getting jumpers there. I think it helped diversifying the offense a little bit. And that might have been because Hagens wasn't there. Uh, mm-hmm. But still. Could we see a more offensive production, too, if – Johnny would just go in like two more steps inside and shoot a 15 footer rather than a three. Yeah. That, that's the one thing I was like, this is your mid range game? Where's this been? Mm-hmm. Probably it could have like helped us in some situ- situations like down further because when he missed a three, Cal would take him out. Well, I'm sure it's it. always been there. It's just a matter of the opportunity thing. And when you go, you know, eight's already a thin rotation already, but you go to seven. And, you know, Ashton took 13 shots in the game against Tennessee. That's 13 more shots you get to distribute out yeah. when he's not there. Right. And I, not to say that I don't think this team is better without Ashton Higgins. No, I do no, not no, think no. that at all. And we'll talk about that more in a second. Yeah, we just need to be clear about that. But that gave him an opportunity to explore a little bit and just figure out the offense. And we talked about them doing that anyway mm-hmm. before the Tennessee game, you yeah. know, having the opportunity to. And I think Ashton really needed that time off. I think that will help him a lot. And I think it helped the team as a whole because – the times we've seen them struggle the most, especially at the end of games, is when Ashton's not out there, teams are pressing them, mm-hmm. and they can't figure out anything. They and I think yeah. being able to do things on the court without Ashton out there, has to, that has to help just do wonders. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, anything else you all want to talk about about that game specifically? Any final thoughts on it? No? You all heard right. my thoughts. So. <laughs> they won up the Vols, I'm just saying. They A lot won- of momentum. 
Yeah, I agree. And honestly, as much as it stinks losing to Tennessee, to get a win on the road at the end of the season, I mean, it's, no matter how you get it, it's good going into oh, yeah. the postseason. So speaking of the postseason, the SEC tournament bracket is now set, boys. And we're all going to Vegas. <laughs> We're all Vegas. going to Nashville. It's Nash Vegas, baby. Nash, Nash Vegas. Vegas. Nash Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, but I, I'm fist bumps all around. Fist bumps. Woo. Coronavirus fist bumps. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. absolutely. So, <laughs> so I'm looking at the bracket here. Kentucky, of course, after that Auburn win, secured the number one overall seed in the tournament. Um, you got, let's see, you got Kentucky is the one, Auburn the two, LSU the three, and Mississippi State, the four seed. I know yeah. there was talk at Florida had won that game. They were going to get the two seed, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. They dropped yeah. to the five. They dropped <laughs> all the way down to the five after ah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, looking at the bracket right now, what do you all think of it just on first glance? In terms of? In terms of just your first, your initial thoughts of this bracket. You know, I, I kind of want to go off, you know, we talked about before this. You know, I think you made a good point about Arkansas with Isaiah Joe back. They got a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got a good Boom. chance here. I, I think they'll beat Vanderbilt in the first round. I'm sorry, Braden. But look, well, well, I'll elaborate on that more in a second. <laughs> right you just on. stop acting like I picked Vanderbilt. I cannot wait to hear this. Yeah, we'll but get to our dark horse picks here in a second. Vanderbilt's not my dark horse pick. They're like my dead, buried, like zombie <laughs> pick. Like I don't even know. But if they well, win this first game, we'll talk about it against Arkansas. You're gonna eat so much crow. Well, see, here's the one thing. When I was looking at this bracket yeah. coming in, there's always that. There's always been that one team and that. Gets hot. That plays the first two days. They do, and they make the semifinal run and go. Can right. they make the championship? Uh-huh. Are they, they going to like? It's yeah. going to be one of those teams. And uh, I think one of these teams this year is going to be Texas A&M. Oh, with Buzz Williams. That's that was my. Is actual that your dark, dark horse? Pick. Yeah, that was okay, my. So let's dark go ahead okay, and talk good, about the dark yeah, horses right. now. Do you want to so elaborate on that? Go more? ahead. You, you, you go first. Cause, all right. Yeah, because I introduced it for you. All right. So A and M. All right. Winners of five of their last seven. Hit us with the numbers. Ten and eight in conference. You know, you got the seven seed there. Five of those conference wins are on the road. Okay. I think that's huge. They won at Auburn. Auburn not lost at home all year. Snapped Auburn beat Kentucky in there. Streak. Auburn beat Kentucky and Auburn earlier this year. Yep. A&M went in there and won. The only two losses of that stretch were to Kentucky when Emmanuel quickly went off for 30 points. Yes, big game. And then a, road, um, a game against LSU. Okay. Now, Missouri, meanwhile, has been a threat at home, called that game. Yeah, Talk about did. that later. But away from home, they have not been. So I think A&M will beat Missouri. We've seen that A&M can beat Auburn in the place where they play like the Monstars. <laughs> now they're coming out here, and they're going to be like average. They're average away from home. They're 8-5 and five road and neutral, but if you take that to strictly road, 5-5. Five and five. Okay. I'm not – like, they very well could beat Auburn again. And then they'll most, A&M will most likely play LSU. Right. And at that point, they'll be winners of seven of their last nine. Whew. That's a streak, man. And you, it's hard to bet against that. I, I would agree. And another agree another Tiger team, you can't stop not beat the third Tiger team. They're going to sweep <laughs> through the Tigers if they get to that point. It wouldn't shock me to see them in the semis. The Tiger Road right there. I was or the championship game, pardon me. Because while I was like looking at it, and I was like, that Auburn team, something that was different between last year's Auburn team that really got hot and mm-hmm. won the SEC championship, and the one Pearl had his first year when made that, again, the semifinal run. Right. So, like, when I saw that run – Texas A&M seems like the prominent candidate for it. But, like, this Auburn team, if they're not shooting well, they can go cold fast and they can't score. Yeah. So I felt like that was just, like, one thing, like, you want to see going in that, you know, quarterfinal round where they're not going to – this is going to be their first 
time outside, like in that Nashville court again. Right. And then Texas A&M coming off like a one game in, mm-hmm. but, and then probably getting some confidence coming in, and they're going to shock some people. Yeah, I mean that's that's not a crazy thought either. So I mean, I mean honestly, it's not crazy to think that Auburn might get bounced in their first game, like you said, if they go cold. I yeah. could I could really see them going cold. I, I mean, I have a, I mean, I saw it in my eyes in that Elite Eight game where yeah. Dowdy and all of them just went off, mm-hmm. and I know what they can do, but I've also seen the bad. Yeah. And when I when I saw like, literally after they beat us, they would have the, they had that stretch. Where they were just losing the teams that he shouldn't have lost to. Lost yeah. to. And, yeah. and not only that, but uh, Texas A&M has a guy kind of like Austin Wiley that can match up with Wiley, Josh Nebo. He's like, I think, second or third in SEC in rebounds, first in blocks. I think he's a prime candidate. You know, you add that along with just the way Texas A&M play, is playing. They're definitely, uh, like, well, like I said, a candidate to uh, make a run here in the tournament. I agree. Yeah, Brad, do you have anything else on that? I say, you know, Auburn did finally go out and win a road game, what felt like in forever. They won at Rocky Top. They went out to Rocky Top, and they won that game uh, pretty handily. So yeah. I think that was a good win for them. But, like I said, I don't know. I just got a fe- feeling about A&M, man. I know you all want to talk about Arkansas. Yeah, so I was going to go ahead. You go ahead and lead it off, Chandler. We talk, So my dark horse, and it's apparently Chandler's dark horse as well, is Arkansas there at the bottom of the bracket. Yeah, in the and 11 spot. In the yep. 11 spot. And honestly, I'm looking at it right now. There is a legitimate case to make for them to get to the semis in that in in the SEC. So go ahead, Chandler. Lead it off. Well, you know, I I mean, considering they got Isaiah Joe back, you got two of the top scorers in the league, including Mason Jones, who is the top scorer in the league. I think he had 36 in the last game. And I th- I think they'll beat Vanderbilt. And, yeah. I mean, with those two guys, I think they're better than South Carolina. I think they'll win that game. Now, getting past LSU will be hard considering they played two games. I, I, even if they do, right. it might be impossible to win that semifinal after playing three games already. But, I mean, you know, like, who knows? I mean, if Texas A&M beat, beats Auburn, you know, Auburn, I mean, Arkansas versus Texas A&M, they might win that game too and get the championship game. But, you know, just because they got some really good players and, I mean – if you're looking for a dark horse, it's just hard because they're, they're playing on Wednesday. You know? Yeah, and my thing is, too, looking at South Carolina, if they were to win that matchup against Vanderbilt, which Vanderbilt only three wins in the conference this season, but I'm, I'm kind of leading on to that. South Carolina just dropped a game on the road to Vanderbilt exactly. to end the season. That is brutal for your confidence, I feel like, going into the tournament. Oh, for sure. Even if it is, you know, the magic of Memorial and other things, which, yeah. you know. We'll get to it. I'll get yeah. to it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I feel like I'm looking at Auburn at the uh, Auburn. Sorry, the Arkansas at the 11. I feel like they beat Vanderbilt. South Carolina is kind of on the ropes right now after that loss. They beat them. They they got something going. They just beat LSU, you know. And so you beat them again. I can see them making it to the semis. I can see it. All right, and I think a thing for Arkansas too. You know, they've kind of fallen off. I think a lot of people have them in the next four out or even further than that range yeah. from the bubble. So uh, a run here really could help them out, especially with, you know, some of the just bubble teams, you know, aren't – some of them naturally have to make runs, some of them can't. Right. Uh, so I think th- I think they'll be motivated. But now to go into Vanderbilt. But. Here we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm getting my popcorn ready. <laughs> so sometimes there are things of destiny that don't <laughs> make any sense. This was like the intro. And, this was like an intro to the Twilight Zone and right here. And <laughs> they – they just shock the heck out of you, and you yeah. really don't even understand it. Heck, even in the Missouri Valley, we talked about, you know, Bra- Bradley won their conference tournament today. Yeah. Earlier in the week, one of their former baseball players 
Don, he was a, he went to Bradley, I believe, for like flying planes. But he flied planes for his okay. life. That's what he did. He graduated in May 2019. He was flying a plane earlier in the week, and he died in a plane crash. Yes, him and two tragic. other people on Wednesday. It was I think. yeah, it was it was midweek. Because the baseball team Bradley was supposed to play Kentucky baseball team here. Correct. But they canceled that series, so the players could attend the Memorial Service right, as they should. Yeah, Bradley's conference, Northern Iowa's the one seed, Loyola Chicago's the two seed, Indiana State's the three seed, Bradley's the four. Their quarterfinals, Northern Iowa, Loyola Chicago, and Indiana State all lose in the quarterfinals. The eight, seven, six all win, and Bradley's the four that was left in the semifinals there. Okay. They come out, win their conference tournament, and they're going to the NCAA tournament now. Um, huh. When almost nobody would have expected that. Right. Right. And... Auburn, last year, you know, Chuma gets hurt. They make their little run. You know, uh, the Nationals, <laughs> not that anything's gone wrong there, but they had all that time as the one seed. They barely, well, they don't barely get in, but they get into the playoffs. You know, it's not their best team that they've ever had there. Goes on, beats the Dodgers, wins the World Series. Okay. So, point of that is sometimes <laughs> yes, things just intervene. To the, to, the, to the head of this. Outside forces intervene in things. Now, Nashville obviously had the tornado last Monday. Devastating tornado. Yes. And prayers to everybody in that still out from all of us. Vanderbilt had won one SEC game in their past billion SEC games (laughs) prior to that tornado. They win during the week, and they win on Saturday. Okay. Now they're getting rolling here a little bit. It's hard to argue about it, yeah. I'm just saying I'm – as cool as it would be, I don't think they'll make the title game. I'm not going to say okay, I'm not going to yeah. say they make the title game or anything like that. Super duper crazy, right? It wouldn't necessarily shock me. You know, this tournament's in Arkansas or not in Arkansas. It's in Nashville. Vanderbilt's in Nashville. Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas. Vanderbilt beats Arkansas. Goes and beats South Carolina. They already beat LSU. They could, you know, destiny, man. I tell you what, I'll be destiny. At, I'll be, I'll be at the game. Vanderbilt beats Arkansas. I'll storm the court and yell. I'm just saying, destiny, man, does some it. crazy stuff. Has some crazy things happen. Not even talked about Arkansas being a dark horse on earlier episodes, right? But sometimes stuff just happens. Yeah, man. I mean, as Kentucky, they were down 17 total, like 16 and 17 points total going into halftime right. on both games. Yeah. So you're talking about things of destiny and things like that happening. And it made me remember the 2008 SEC tournament in Georgia. What originally was in the Georgia Dome. Yep. Of course, the tornado literally hit the Georgia Dome, the Georgia World Congress right. Center right there. It got relocated. Georgia came from the bottom of the bracket. They were like year. the worst team in the conference, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, they went from the bottom of the bracket, made a run all the way. To the title game. The Won title the title game. game. Yeah. Sunday out of games, MVP for the Bulldogs. Yep. Boom. I remember that knowledge right there. But at the same time, like I feel as someone coming from the out, like someone from the outside. Yeah. I I hate seeing that. You know, it's cool stories, but I Mm -hmm. hate that like people have to like suffer for something like that to happen. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Don't want anybody to be able to suffer either. Because like I've, I mean, I wasn't I was in that city literally two days before. Before right, that yeah. thing happened, so yeah, like yeah. something like crossed my mind where I'm like, wow, I was literally there day before. I was driving through Nashville a day before, and yeah. so like something's like hit me like, and you know, I like your, I like the argument, but like at the same time, it just it hurts me knowing that you know people have to suffer for something that yeah. to happen. And I don't want to make it seem like yet 
the people had to suffer before that for that to happen. You know what I mean? It's just right. like it's a it's a very it's weird like an intervention sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. From just like oh, sources beyond our control. Yeah, it, it, I mean it hap- I mean this like something like this happens every year where it's either like I mean I w- was 15 feet away from when Chuma got hurt. Yeah, and hearing that scream and hearing those guys cry mm-hmm. around him, heard his mom coming running on the court. Like that stuff hurts you, dude. Yeah. And like, I was not shocked they came out hot because I was like, I would have been the same way. I I've been in those situations before. My brother's been in that situation situation before on a, on a middle school, middle school football team. Yeah. So I know that those Kevin stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You know, Louisville yeah. was the top seed that year, but yeah, yeah. Duke had them. Like Duke, I remember that game, that game. They do, yeah. Duke had them, and so stuff like that happens. All right, so those are, and that's that's an interesting story, and that's going to be very interesting to watch on those Wednesday games to see if they maybe take out Arkansas and kind of make a little move. The other thing I wanted to look at t- is Kentucky, of course, number one seed, overall seed at the top of the top of the bracket, but they have the chance in their first game on Friday at noon to play Tennessee. Yeah, they do. In handsome Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Fulkerson. Mr. Fulkerson. I had not heard Handsome Shrek before. That's, what <laughs> That's I a it. new one. I like That's it. a new one, but handsome I'm a Shrek. fan of it. Like Human it. Shrek. My goodness. He looks like uh, George Marty McFly. McFly. He looks like, yeah, George McFly, Marty McFly's the, dad. What is the thing holding his hair anyway? That That's a shoestring? It's a shoestring. Yeah. It has to be. It's too it's, thin. It's too thin. <laughs> but so my thing is, if Kentucky were to get – so I should back up. First off, would you want Kentucky to get that matchup? I think I'd rather play Tennessee again than play Alabama. Yeah, because so? Al- Alabama can get really hot. I mean, they put they up shoot. 103 in that. Yeah, Nate Oates can put up. I mean, his teams are known for pulling out yeah. the threes and just lighting it up. Yeah. Well, see, I think the only reason why Tennessee came back is Ashton was making some bonehead plays. He was forcing stuff inside, and we were trying to force it to Nick where Nick couldn't get position on Fulkerson. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, I think that can easily be something fixed. And being in that – Game last year, seeing that game last year in the tournament, I kind of want to see him again. Mm-hmm. And that atmosphere, dude, that's one of the most like electric atmospheres I've ever been. Me in. Too. It was yeah, awesome because it, it was just like when Tennessee scored, wah, and yeah. then Kentucky, wah, and then I mean, it was just bam, 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 I mean, it was back legit, and forth. It was legitimately like 50 50 split. I mean, it, it felt it, like yeah, it. it was it was insane. So I'm ready for it. You right. want it? Bring it on. What do you think, Brayden, about that? I like I said, if you're, con- I'd rather play Tennessee. Because Alabama's got the potential to go out there and hit 23s, and I don't think Tennessee will do that. Right. Uh, I think Nick, you know, we talked about he's he is a lot better, obviously, so much better than where he was. But he there's still been times where he got he's getting pushed around. Austin Wiley's pushed him around both games they mm-hmm. played with Auburn. Fulkerson started pushing him around, dominated him even at right. times the second time they played. And until Blackshear went out, Nick wasn't really doing anything. Right. So, Alabama, I don't feel has unless I'm just forgetting a name no, out of my head. No. They don't really have that big post guy that'll bully Nick around. Hey, they, have like a, they have that small forward that is pretty physical. He's been there Herb for Jones. N- no it's car dealership in E Town. That was perfect. A, but still, even if it's a small forward, that's not a big guy. Nick's six ten, six eleven. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, if you give, we've seen this throughout the year, like. Let's take that like Auburn series for example. Wiley shut him down like he did not want anywhere in the paint. Yeah, Wiley's big though. Like yeah, but like Richard at the is. same time, going in that going the rub, I thought I'm like 
you know, I'm going, if I was, like, I wanted to see what his mentality was. Right. And he came out attacking. And, you know, even though he pushed him around, Nick was able to, like, create some offense. So, like, when he sees stuff like that and when he gets the chance to go with Kenny Payne, like, trust his coaching. And I think that's one thing. He's going to – he's probably saw tapes, and there's some things that he saw that he could do totally different and will make Fulkerson irrelevant. And I feel like yeah. if you make him irrelevant, that team shuts down. Also, doesn't it feel like Kentucky plays Alabama in every quarterfinal? They've, they've played in, like, the last – Yes. I think yeah. I saw something. They've played in the last here. four right. SEC tournaments. <laughs> Literally, they've every played. time. So yeah. it would be our luck that, like, Tennessee would get blown out by Alabama or something, and we'd have to play them in a quarterfinal. Again. That, okay, I, I like my chances there, I too. mean, yeah, yeah, you still got, like, yeah. I mean, I said, e- there's pros way. and cons to either yeah. side of it because, like like Chandler mentioned, the guard play, Kentucky has the guard play advantage right. over Tennessee. Yeah. And Nick and EJ and even Keon, the way he played, they should eat against Alabama. So Sorry. there's pros there. And you're not mentioning Ashton Hagens because yeah, I feel we haven't like mentioned yeah. if he plays – which I expect him to play. Absolutely. There's no reason to think he wouldn't. Oh, no. my Lord. Get ready because I think this is going to be a game where we're going to go, this is the Ashton Higgins game. Yeah, yeah that be. he just he finally gets it back together and is like, you know, okay, this is my team. Let's do this. I feel now. like we're going to see a – what was last year that really really sparked a plug on me? Hmm. There was like one – I think it was like North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, like six or seven. Six or seven. Six or seven. Six yeah. steals. It might have been eight even. It might have been Watch out. Yeah. Watch out because yeah. I think if you – Pressure those guards a little bit. They get they get a little yeah. antsy, and they're going to want to pass. And he gets in those lanes very quickly and passes on quickly for the three. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So you kind of talked about the Tennessee there, the last game for uh, a second. Do you think – Do we are we kind of comfortable saying that that Tennessee game was a fluke at Rupp? I'm comfortable calling it an aberration for now. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, I mentioned, is this team going to come together or are they going to fracture when they get to Gainesville? Right. And – I don't think you can necessarily quantify it because Hagens wasn't there okay. in the in the first half at least. You know we, they didn't play well, but without the whole team being there, I think it's hard to say that they were coming apart. And it kind of, even though it kind of looked like in the second half, you know, down by 18, but then they came back together and they were a lot stronger and ended up coming back and winning that thing. Yeah. So I'm for now I'm comfortable calling it a fluke. Yeah. Okay. So final thing to wrap up the SEC uh, bracket talk. Just overall, the bracket, what do you think the championship matchup is? Of course, right now, this is Monday. We're looking ahead. The games start on Wednesday afternoon. What is, what's, your, what's your thoughts right now, guys? Well, see, I, ironically, on the way back, um, <laughs> someone woke me up and said, hey, can you do this, Kentucky, this SEC tournament bracket for me? Okay. And I said, sure. And so. So who'd you have? So in the semis, I had Kentucky. And then I had Mississippi State. All right, they're the fourth seed, yeah. Okay, so like the reason why I think Mississippi State, I thought looking around this, just looking at what they what their record was, they've flown under the radar, and I the, like the, the conference. Yes. That, exactly, and then that, that's something. And I was looking at Lenardi's, um first four out, and they're the next four first four out when the last time I checked. So they yeah, they're in the first four. four out, and Jerry Palms too, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah exactly. They need to win the game. They so need like, to win. they need a win. So like the thing is, if they can get to the semifinals and face the one seed in Kentucky. And play them like they did in the regular season. Right. I I expect them to probably have a shot to make the tournament, and so I think they're in the same position as like Kentucky was in 2013. If they just make the semifinal game, they have a they have a shot. They have a shooting. We lost to the old Miss team. Exactly. And I feel like this this is the run. I mean, it's set up right there. I mean, you like the teams they have to go through. I mean. 
they've given them chances and they've won some of them. Yeah. And so I have Kentucky and Mississippi State. What's about the bottom of the bracket? The bottom of the bracket, I had TAMU okay. and LSU. Okay. And so, and in the championship, I got Kentucky and LSU. All right. Because I think, even though that Texas, we talk about that Texas A&M run, mm-hmm. three games, three days, it's terrible. Yeah. And so I feel like during that LSU game, they're gonna they're gonna suffer with some cramps, maybe. You know, you know, you know the regular stuff. Three games, three days. Yeah. We saw that collapse Auburn had in the semifinal game when they made that run in Pearl's first year. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to see Kentucky-LSU championship game, and I think Kentucky pulls away. All right. Chandler, what about you? Uh, you know, I I actually – I probably before Hayden mentioned that Mississippi State is on the bubble, probably before would have picked Florida to win that game. But now that you mentioned – I mean, Florida's probably comfortably in. So oh, I would a walk. Yeah, yeah. they're a walk. I feel like so I would point, say so. Yeah. So I think Mississippi State probably wins that game just out of necessity. And does Kerry to. play? That's, that's the question, question too. Yeah, I think that's, that's the correct. biggest question. What did right. he say about his injury? Then were, yeah. I had heard nothing about it. Yeah. Looking at the replay, it looked kind of bad, but yeah. it was like some like when I was watching Giannis on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when his knee came under him, mm-hmm. and the same thing happened to Kerry with his wrist came under him. Right, I was like, we just gotta wait for the MRI. I don't right. think have we heard anything about? Have they like done an MRI since? I've not seen anything about his injury. I was looking it up earlier. Could not find anything outside of them just saying. That he was injured, right? I think his health is the biggest question of the whole yeah. tournament. Not only that, just for that game, like who's going to guard Reggie Perry if he's not there? Reggie Perry is a monster, and I, I don't think anybody uh, on Florida outside Kerry Blackshirt can guard him. But yeah, uh, do you want me to continue? On yeah, go, go ahead. So yeah. I mean, I I think you know Kentucky and Mississippi State in the semifinal. You know, actually, I I'm going to pick Texas A&M and LSU also in the uh, okay. semis, and because trendy it's, pick, yeah, I sprinkle. It's <laughs> happening. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you know, I you know, I just don't think Texas A and M after three days, like you mentioned, can beat LSU. I, I think LSU, even though they've been kind of off, you know, the last few weeks, I, they still got a lot of talent on their team. And I think we'll see that in SEC tournament just with athleticism and just scoring, especially their guards, Javante Smart and Scholar Mays, and I think they make it to the championship game along with Kentucky. And Kentucky I think would win that game. Uh, just because they, yeah. I mean, I think they have the matchup advantage over LSU, anyways. But I mean, we saw it; they've won at LSU pretty comfortably. Yeah, it was a good win. So, all right. So for me, I have got you know, of course, Kentucky. I'll have them in the semis, and then I'll have Mississippi State as well. So kind of chalk right now in the semis. Um, I would have Auburn in the semis, the number two seed. And then I will have all uh, Arkansas. I, okay. I'm going to keep on with my dark horse. I think Arkansas has a legitimate path to get to the semifinals. I think Auburn does beat them. And then, you know, just kind of a, a rematch again this year of the uh, been, been an electric series between Kentucky and Auburn uh, in the uh, in the finals. Yeah, I just if they if that game three happens. I just hope there's not 40 combined fouls again. Just <laughs> you know chill what's with happen, the whistles. Though. That game, point. those games, you know, man, I can only imagine what it'd be like with a flow. It's kind of like oh, what the tournament yeah. was with. You know what I mean? Like, those games have been intense the whole time. You're on the edge of your seat the whole time. And just imagine, like, that game can really get flowing instead of just whistles every time and yeah. teams only scoring via the free throw in the last 10 minutes of the game. And so Auburn, wait, go ahead, go ahead yeah. Chandler. I was going to say, Auburn plays the way that Kentucky just struggles with, you know, all the offensive rebounds. Yeah. They lead the league in offensive rebounds and rebounding, period. And I just think, you know, I, I mean, both teams would – you know, be tired after three days anyways. But I think it would be a good game, though. Yeah, yeah it would I mean, be a very good 100%. game. With Nate playing like he did on 
yesterday. And on the Albert game, he's very good. I have some. I have some confidence that you know the offensive rebounds. They're gonna be going. Wow, you know Auburn has been leading the league in the SEC in rebounds, but now they have this match, and it's like off. Right. And I go, what is going on? I go, resurgence. uh, The resurgence of Nate Sestina, Keon Brooks. Thank you very much. Yeah, and you I, go. And I think Kentucky won the rebounding margin against Auburn. I, uh, the second time the other day. Yes, right, did. that's right. And it was I, close, though. Right. The first time, obviously, it wasn't close. But this time, they did. And I think, you know, that would, that made, obviously, a huge difference in the game. And I think, you know, with the resurgence of Nate Sestina, they can very well do that again. You know, assuming Nick Richards and E.J. Montgomery stay out of foul trouble, I think they'd be all right in that game, uh, particularly. All right, Brayden, who you got in yours? All right, well, the thing about the uh, rebounding there, then, that's so key for Kentucky. They beat Mississippi State earlier this year. Mississippi State actually out-rebounded them, and I don't remember the final numbers for Florida. One of you can check real quick if you want. But if Kentucky out-rebounded Florida, the Kentucky's only won one game all year where they've out-rebounded or even tied the rebounding margin with somebody. So that's just something to remember, I guess. Um I'm gonna, I'll take I'll take you through. I'll start on Wednesday. I don't even care. We'll start on Wednesday. All right, oh, wow. here we go. We're, going to deep We're starting on Wednesday. All right, get my popcorn back out. All right, first game of the day: Georgia and Ole Miss. Guard matchup there: Anthony Edwards yeah, and Tyree. Tyree. I think I'm think excited that's for that. Got the potential to be a sneaky good game. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards though powers through and gets Georgia on to Thursday. Uh, Vandy and Arkansas. I really, really, really – I can't even express how badly I want to pick Vanderbilt. <laughs> I'm rolling I really can't. if you can. I want to pick them so bad. So bad. To interrupt you real quick, Kentucky had 30 rebounds in the Florida game. Uh, Florida had 22. Okay, so Kentucky did out-rebound. Yeah, they yeah. did. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah. You're so welcome. Kentucky, when they out-rebound teams, they usually end up getting the dub. They do. Uh, it might they might be undefeated still. I don't know. I haven't checked in a while. Check your notes. You've been keeping stat of that. I've been all keeping year. track of that all year. We'll you know we'll post it in a comment or something when we get this <laughs> thing uploaded. Uh, so go on. You have Georgia I'm picking Arkansas. Okay, yeah. I'm picking Arkansas to my chagrin. <laughs> Alabama and Tennessee. I think. Ooh, I think like you said, you know, I think Kentucky beats either one of them. So I don't know if it necessarily matters. Uh, I think Alabama wins though. Okay. Um, Florida and Georgia. I think Florida wins with or without Kerry Blackshear. And I'll talk about the importance of Kerry Blackshear again when we get to the quarterfinal matchup. A&M in Missouri, I'm taking A&M. Arkansas and South Carolina, I'm taking Arkansas. All right. Yes. Kentucky and Alabama, Kentucky wins. Now, this, I think, is where Kerry Blackshear's health, most important thing, biggest question of the tournament. All right. If Kerry Blackshear plays in that game, I think Florida beats Mississippi State, and I think Florida beats Kentucky. Because it is hard to beat a team three times in a row. That's a fair point. And even with Blackshear on the floor, you saw what happened in Gainesville. They were dominating them. And even here, you know, outside of Quickly's barrage of threes, even with it, that game could have gone either way at the end. Mm -hmm. And I think Florida, honestly, will be motivated. It's hard to beat a team three times, even as much as Kentucky's gotten better. If Kerry Blackshear's there, I think Florida will beat Kentucky. If he's not there, if he's not there, I think Mississippi State goes to the semis, and then Kentucky beats Mississippi State. All right. I think I wasn't expecting everybody to be on the A and M train when I walked in here today. (laughs) So it came. It came in. It's like I I had six hours to think. I kind of want to jump. I'm kind (laughs) of trying to bail because, like, if we're all on this, you know, everybody gets on some of these things. You're like, I mean, we're about to jump off. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yes, I'm going with A and M. I say, but I'm going with A and M. I'm going with A&M still because, yes, I guess peer pressure. I don't know. Uh, 
LSU, I think, beats Arkansas. All right. Um, Kentucky, if they play Mississippi State, Kentucky wins. Um, LSU will beat A&M. LSU's in the title game. Kentucky beats LSU. All right. If Florida's there, Florida beats Kentucky, LSU beats Auburn, and I think Florida beats LSU. Wow. Whew. Florida. The championship. I think Florida, if Kerry Blackshear's healthy and he's in the game and he's not hobbled in any aspect, <laughs> yeah. There's Scotty a lot of ifs there. I'm but we don't. But we don't know the condition of him. It's right. so hard to beat a team three times, man. No, That's no, my I, thing. I, it is. But it's it's thing, like with Auburn last year, like when we played them the third time, they ultimately got us, yeah. At the same time, I feel like I was not going to let that happen again. Yeah, you think yeah. so? I, I really think if the, even if Florida gets like gets to the semis and they play Kentucky, I still like our I still like their chances. Okay. Right. And it's not like I mean I mean, it's I think obviously that's a valid point and it would be even more valid if Kentucky had easily won those games and you know it reverses, you know, in the third game. But since like the first half went so badly for Kentucky, you know, it almost feels like they lost the first half already and then the second half was the resurgence and I think if they played again, they would win. But obviously, you know, Braden's got a valid point. It could happen. But I mean, anything could happen. I mean, right. It's Tennessee can beat Tennessee can win, and then Tennessee can go on and win the championship. But they beat. Don't Florida. say that. Don't. I'm don't just you dare say that. <laughs> I, I'm don't. just saying that negativity will get you kicked out of this room in a heartbeat. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like this is what and this is what this what the tournament is. It is. It, it really exactly. Is. Shoot, I felt weird enough. If kind of felt like y'all fell silent when I said if Kerry Blackshear is healthy, y'all went, and I was like, man, they're about to just beat the crap out of me like in this chair. <laughs> I'm like, I might need to might need to run, but oh my goodness. <laughs> well, regardless of how it shakes out, it's gonna be a fun weekend yeah. in Nashville. Um Oh, latest note, I saw this. Okay. Last night into today. Because we were talking about Kentucky potentially blowing the chance for a two seed. Right. And we can talk about this a little bit more to end right. the whole thing if we there want. There you go. As of today, mm-hmm. Kentucky is Joe Lenardi's highest two seed. Joey Brackett's highest two seed? The highest you didn't two see seed. That? I, okay, no, no, he's new to the num- Are you no, sure? highest. He was the highest. He had Kentucky's Again, the highest two seed. Look at this, so yeah. No way. Yes, highest two seed. I am shocked. With all the losses yesterday? Yeah. And, okay, so yeah, I mean, okay. Now, yesterday. Now that, I, now that I start thinking about the Fantastic game. Fantastic day of basketball yeah, they'd be number five at that yeah. point. Oh, my goodness. Can we talk about that? Fantastic day of basketball. So do you know who's ahead of them? Dayton. Dayton's the one so, in the East right now, right? And that's so, the bracket because okay, yeah. so I've seen that bracket, but I did not know that we were the highest two seed. Well, see, I thought great. we were the lowest. Two well, see, that's seed. why no, I think the even see that I think that's the reason why we, you see that that maybe the committee's thinking that too, okay. that you know with the nine with, like what you said with the nine quad wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, I don't think like if Kentucky's motivated, they can get through. They can get through that, and I feel like if Dayton loses. Mm-hmm. In any time in that tournament in the Atlantic Ten, Kentucky jumps really to a one, and, and it's like, and that and that would be the probable story of the tournament. Kentucky gets that one seat even with the the quad the fifty thousand loss. loss. Yeah. How funny yeah. things can change in a week, right? We talked about it after the loss. Mm-hmm. The comeback win keeps them in that, and all the losses that happened. Which I want to go back real quick. And how is this Baylor? weekend has been a fan? <laughs> okay. We'll get to that in a second. How Goodness, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, how no, is how, Baylor? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Everybody cross your fingers and hold on to your points that you were going to make. I want to play my favorite game in the world. Braden, it's time to guess the the ticket prices for the sessions this coming week. (laughs) (laughs) So we started this trend, was it, two episodes ago. I'm going to forget my point. I'm going to be real mad (laughs) about it. Write it it down. It's too easy. Here's my... 
Write it down. It's too easy, bud. Here you go, buddy. There you go. Write it too down. Too easy. So I'm going to make you guess this. Oh, and the fancy oh, voice you are. Yeah, the fancy, Ooh, the fancy pen. pen. I couldn't figure this out last time. I need to just type it. Fair point. Yeah, you might as well go ahead <laughs> and do it. Hayden, Hayden knows how to work I got some pen. excellent fantastic pen games. here. This is, why you, this is why I'm here. We're going to come back to the fantastic right. weekend of college basketball. <laughs> All right, That's Zach. what we're coming back to. All right. Here and everyone <laughs> can have an ending point to end the show, I guess. Here we go. Well, we still got to do our picks. Oh, my gosh. We still got to do our picks. Yeah, so here we go. We're starting off Wednesday. All right? So we do the over-under. I give you an over-under. You tell yeah. me if it's over or under that price. Everybody knows has you enjoy this game a lot more than I do, <laughs> even though so I had a winning fun. record. All right, here we go. Last time. So the Wednesday session, session one. This is for both games. Yeah, so session one. Over under three dollars. Huh? There is and that, now, for two no, games. No, three dollars. Hold, hold on, hold what? on. For Whoa. two <laughs> hold on. Let me hold, let me so just to say, just for continuity's sake. I am going. I am on Vivid Seats right now, which we have been using okay. for the ESPN. This is and for this is according to Vivid Seat, and it gives me the lowest ticket price possible. I've looked at the price. I've given you the over under of three. What do you say? This is for two games. This is session all one. of Wednesday. Session one. I can on watch Wednesday. two ba- college basketball games. Yeah. Shoot, I'll go. I'll skip class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh I'll no, we got there, a newscast. Crap. That has got to be over. Over. Under two dollars. What? <laughs> For two, two college basketball, when Anthony team. Edwards is playing, so he's a top ten draft pick. Anthony, Anthony Edwards is playing. And it's Tom Cream. Why do you in Nashville? Vanderbilt's in Nashville. What in the <laughs> world? I love to see Tom Cream on that sideline for two bucks. Shoot. <laughs> so Brian Tyree. Oh so my! To, to explain the to explain the point, the Wednesday session, session one, is a general admission session. So the general admission, the lowest general admission price is two dollars. You should have told us that. Yeah. Well, that's no, no, what, that's no, 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 no. He qualified. He said it was the lowest ticket price you could get. Lowest but that's for both get. games, right? General admissions for both games, two bucks. Yeah. So and, what? And, and, on and to earth. figure out how many games it is, please refer to your bracket. Yes. That's so right. now we are on to session two. I can on try and Thursday. qualify him. I, okay. I got to pull up session two. This on is four games. Thursday. Okay. So you got to know that. So session two on Thursday, March the twelfth. This has got Tennessee too. Tennessee in this Alabama, one. So, Tennessee, Florida, Missouri A&M, and South Carolina are the teams guaranteed to be playing on that day. Over under $5. Dude, I, you're messing with me so hard. <laughs> the amount of real estate you have in my brain for oh this game goodness. is yeah. incredible. So what you got? Over. Under $3. What? Why? <laughs> if what? He's gonna, okay, Look, this I'll has got to be you, per I game. I will right? show you the screen. Right this here. has got to be per game, Brain. right? If he's gonna like, if he's gonna give you a low ball answer like five Look, bucks, man. it's gonna be under okay. every time. There, you can't. Be, okay, yes. And next time he's gonna say two dollars, and I'm gonna say oh, under. Go for one. I'm not even. Then stupid. But like the numbers are gonna win. Yes. Numbers are right there in front of you. Oh my god. Just you gotta you gotta look stupid for once. I mean, but you're gonna be right two or three. So times. Wait, how many games are on the Thursday? There's four. Four games. freaking so games. That is this for has got to be games. That's oh, that's two for two games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two okay. That changes things. There are two oh, yeah, sessions. That changes. So three dollars. All right. So. Okay, the that's next, fine. I can buy that. The next session on Thursday. So that's the Missouri A and M, and then South Carolina. Game. Yeah. Okay. So, thir- the, se- the session three on Thursday, the second session of Thursday. Missouri against A and M, South Carolina against the winner of Vandy and Arkansas. Over under four dollars. <laughs> He's going right. with Hayden right Let's now. Let's look at you. I mean, do you want me? You want me to I go under, don't you? You want me to look stupid? You want me to go under, don't you? <laughs> I was going to say under. You all want me to go see, 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 here's the thing. Now he baits you into the under pick. The I'm third saying time. hi, Steve. 
I'm good. Mm. <laughs> look at that. He talks all this trash about picking unders, and he picks over. How Tell me, I Zach. Sp- how Come am on, I supposed preacher. to pick under? I'm picking over again, dang it. It's under $3. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, gotcha. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's $3 for that second session. God, you enjoy oh, this I freaking apologize game too much. for your, your ears. <laughs> I just need to be better. Oh, my goodness. That is in section 317, $3 per ticket for that second you session. Give me the that's a hockey arms. arena, too. That's that's a, yeah, 300 is yeah, not bad. Gosh, no, not man. at all. All right, so the first session on Friday. This is SEC four. basketball. It's supposed to mean more. What the hell is this? <laughs> Something ain't right. Something ain't right. Okay, so the first session on Friday, Kentucky's playing in this session. The noon. Tip. If you tell me this is under five dollars, I might get up and slap you in the face. Like, I'm gonna tempt you. Over under fifty dollars. See now, that's a massive number. <laughs> so again, think Kentucky's playing in. This I know game. what Kentucky's. Yeah. Oh my. Y'all, Chandler's trying. Y'all to are playing too under. many darn games, man. Not the SEC tournament. Y'all right here at this table. <laughs> Y'all enjoying this way so, too much. Over under my $50. misery. Hayden says I'm not uh, even looking at you, Hayden fools. Says I can't over. look at you. Chandler I says can't. under. <sighs> Braden, what do you have? 50 bucks. Don't look stupid. Oh, God. I'm going to say the price is 47 and go under. Over $66. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got it. $66, upper level. 301, section 301. I guess that's the darn Kentucky. It means, yeah, more, it's, it's it means more for Kentucky, Kentucky at yeah. least. It don't mean more for anyone else. Gosh, <laughs> man. So, so you're 0 for 4 right now, sir? I'm 0 for 4. <laughs> <laughs> All right, session 5. To be fair, I suck at this game. I don't, even know, I don't even know how I got 4 right last week. All right, so the second session on Friday, session 5 overall. There's still four sessions left, though, so I have a chance to break even. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Or no. <laughs> two sessions after this. Two sessions left? Yeah, because you go to the semis on Saturday. And that's oh, the one. semis is one session. Yeah. Dang it. All right, so curses. Yo, you're <laughs> session done. five, over under thirty five dollars. Auburn's proud of themselves. I'm just telling you. <laughs> over under thirty five dollars. I remember Auburn being proud of themselves. The stupid smirk <laughs> on your face. Oh my gosh. So that's gonna be Auburn and the winner of Mizzou and A and M, and then LSU. Uh huh. Over under $35. LSU will drink that place out of beer at $15 a <laughs> beer. So I guarantee that that's over. Got to be. Under $25. <laughs> so, so the first session with Kentucky is 66 And then yeah. the last one is Okay, I'm going pl- yeah, to play Renardi right now. Okay. I mean, if I was going to project the bracket in your picks. Hold on. Let's get through this first. first <laughs> <laughs> the, on, You're the next first four out, honey. Hold on. What? You're the next first four out right now. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. This is so great. This is <laughs> I'm glad you told me to be on this. All right, Saturday, March the 14th, session six. You're just saying over? I I haven't even given you a number Well, now you're going to say 68, and it's going to be 67 because I said over, but whatever. So I'll give you the over under $80. People are assuming Kentucky is going to be playing. Assuming it's a Kentucky. semifinal game. So, and we should say that t- the ticket prices fluctuate based on whoever gets in, but this is just – Yes, but this is as, as of right start. now. As of right now. If you want to just guarantee tickets. you can get into every game for the lowest possible what, price. This is what – yeah. This is what we're rolling <clears throat> so with. So go ahead. What do you got? $80. Mm-hmm. I hate this so much. We need to get rid of this. Hayden says up. We need Chandler to get rid of this segment under. badly. You just wait till I get Italian soccer. Y'all are just thing. alternating giving me one or the other, <laughs> so one of you is right and I look stupid. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you're I the co host I know, but y'all y'all be in agreement for once, and then we can all be wrong together. This what is semifinals. In? Semifinals. Kentucky semifinal. Yeah. Only Kentucky semifinal. And this yeah. is a Saturday in Nashville. Saturday in What's Nashville. Same, CC, now all the signs point over. 
Well, All the signs. Go ahead and refresh for the audience. The over is under, the over, over under is eighty. Is eighty. All signs point to over. Mm-hmm. I'm already mad and know I'm gonna pick wrong. <laughs> Go ahead. We got. You want me to say <laughs> over so bad? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to. Like, I want to say over so bad. So, okay, oh. this is like on the Price is Right. We've got the people in the audience saying, I say "Higher, it. higher." <laughs> say it's it. so true, and it's. I f- I'm feeling the pressure right now. I say understand it. what those people are going Five, through. Five. Say it. Four. Say it. Three. It. Two. What? He said, "Say it." So I said, "It." Shut One. Up. Over. Under seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here, give me Mike. Oh, like the words I'm saying upper. can't be picked up by this microphone. <laughs> There's a reason I'm sliding. Upper over six. I over told you nine. every damn sign pointed it over. Hey, I freaking knew you wanted me to say. Oh, hey, now you have dropped down, and now you're in NIT. <laughs> you can be in the CBI before if the I get the force in NIT. Let's let's be clear. You're not. You're, you're Robert not, Morris. God damn, you're I'm Robert up in Morris the CBI. Area. Upper level is upper level three hundred four seventy dollars. I'm gonna right end now. up in the damn CBI. <laughs> All right. It's finally. already sending you the email you inviting re- you. You can yeah. redeem yourself right here, Brayden. The championship game on you Sunday. You skipped the second semi. March. Though. No, those. It's the same. It's session. the same oh, session. Oh yeah, back that's to back, right. Yeah. It's back to back games. March. It still was under. What the? <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. All right. That's essentially paying thirty-five bucks to watch a Kentucky basketball game. You ready for this? <laughs> it's better than championship yeah. game. All right, championship game. Hundred and eleven dollars. I have not even given you a number yet. I know. I'm just. I'm trying to. You're just making your job. I'm trying worse. to wait for you. I'm trying to gauge your reaction. Like, to see over, if I hit under. It. If you give me 111, we're gonna fight. <laughs> over under 55 dollars. Championship game for the SEC tournament. Now on this Sunday. is one game. There is one game. 55 dollars over under on a Sunday. On a Sunday in Nashville. It's at noon. In Tennessee. At noon in Tennessee. Thank you. We're just church. Like, United States of America, Earth, Milky Way Galaxy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, people Tennessee, can be in, in the church. United States. People can be in church. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's a noon tip, Eastern time. Noon Eastern time. Uh, Hayden says under. Again, under seems obvious. Yeah, it does. <laughs> because of everything that's been happening, he's about to give over now because he's giving you. That, uh, Are you you're pointing, pointing straight at, at you're pointing me. Pointing straight. Push. Push. Oh, he's going to push? He's saying push. push. That's not allowed. You can't do there's that. There's no way. There's no there's say, if it ends up being There's an over or under. If I'm it, just saying, it, nothing's it, working for him right now. It so. it, if it ends up being a push, I there's going to be hands thrown. <laughs> there will be hands. I mean, $55 is pretty like a weird sudden, like a, you know, some amount right now. $55. I am 0 for 6. You are, you can redeem yourself here, and I think we will CBI, all go baby. Do I get a, do I win my conference tournament if I get yes. this right? Yes, I yes. sir. Nope. I'm no, no, Joe and Arnie. I think nope. so. Can I, I be so. in the first four? Yeah. No, as, a first 16 four in first as a 16 four seed? As a 16 seed. If yeah. he can get this. Fine. Over under I have a 50% shot at making the tournament. I mean, you had a lot of chances to be to like a one seed. <laughs> I did. I did. It's not deniable. Oh, Come man. on, Braden. Deal or no Over deal? under $55. Whoosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> under. He got it! He got it! <laughs> he got it. <laughs> $50 right now is the lowest ticket price in the arena. 
upper level section 303. I mean, if I had my courtside tickets, I would be going. So what were all of those numbers? You so basically, you can watch the whole SEC tournament for like under 350 bucks. Basically, yes, pretty right. affordable, isn't it? The whole thing. $50. If you're in Nashville, that's affordable. You ain't want to try to pay for a hotel down no, there for no. all week. But that if word. you're in Nashville, like, and you're not, what? Where you can't Alexis putting us? <laughs> you can, you can well, do ma- it on cheap. Imagine how cheap you could watch it if Kentucky gets beat in the quarterfinal. Then it's like. Oh, dude, they, just, were, se- they were just like giving it away. Over, he's going to set the over under $1 for that. Like, <laughs> like 50 cents. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Brayden. Well, at least I redeemed you, myself, but yeah, good. You did. But you won you your went. conference tournament. Well, he, yeah, he's at least... Oh, like, call me UMBC. Game. I'm going to beat the one seed. You ain't beat oh, Virginia. Oh, okay. Not with that record, you ain't beat Virginia. <laughs> oh, my You're goodness. lucky you won that game. You're on the CBI, son. <laughs> yeah, that was that so was borderline. All right, so we'll move on now to our picks from this past weekend. Um, oh, no, no, no. We got to do our, our the final thoughts you all had about basketball. So go ahead. What, what are our final, final thoughts right now? I literally just said save final thoughts for final, brother. Like, we'll do the picks, and then we'll do our final thoughts. I thought thoughts. you said that you wanted to, you know what? Their I, final thoughts. <laughs> I, no, I meant final thoughts about, like, what, because I made you all hold it, remember? Yeah. Because I was yeah, like, that's yeah, what I said. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it at the end. So we want to go and do our picks then. Yes. Well, yeah. we can do our picks. Fine, that's fine. All right, let's go ahead and do our picks. All right, I'm sorry I didn't make that clear enough. No, you are good. All right, so. I blame you. Our picks this past weekend, Braden knows the verdict of them, so I'll read through the scores. I do know the verdict. So, Auburn. Defeats Tennessee 85-63. to 1-0 and for each of us. Oh, okay, good. I'm feeling good now. South Carolina loses to Vanderbilt on the road 83-74. One and one for each of us. Oh, boy. Uh, Florida. We had Florida as our winner. They obviously lost to Kentucky, thankfully. Losses for each of us. Losses for I each of us. I am 0-2 when I pick against the Cats. <laughs> it serves a lesson to both of us. Maybe. Oh, my goodness. All right. You're 0-1. So, LSU defeats Georgia 94-64. Two and two for both of us. All right. Uh, Missouri, at home, as you wisely predicted, defeats Bama 69 to 50. That's right. After all that crap you had with me, with those ticket prices, and these two (laughs) dudes sitting here quiet, I'm three and two. You're three and two. You're two and three. Eat it. It ain't going to get better for me either. (laughs) So A&M defeats Arkansas 77 69. Losses for each of us. Oh, so you did have Arkansas. I did. Finally. Mississippi State defeats rival Ole Miss. My goodness, sixty-nine to fifty-four or forty-four. Excuse me. Oh wow, you're no kidding. Wins yeah. for both of us. Okay, so how do we finish out? You're three and four. I'm four and three, and Mizzou pushes me over the edge. Man, I'm never going to give up on Nate Oates, though. I'm I think never you mocked that up. Missouri pick too. I, I did tr- actually. That's I right. did uh, pretty much mock the Missouri pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? You've got to have some have some bad karma rolling in now for the way you treated me during that sessions pick thing. All of you. All of us? All of you. You're out for vengeance right oh, now. I am. Great. It was great content. <laughs> yeah, great. It, it might have been great content, but I don't think I've ever been more aggravated in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go back. Cut I had a segment. 1 in 64 chance That's going on to YouTube. miss the first That's, six I'm going to put picks, it on YouTube. That was so I did the math. 1 in 64. I, don't, I couldn't tell you what percentage that breaks down to. Less than like 1.5, though, yeah. or something like right around 1.5. All right. So That's how impressively terrible... That I was. In terms of our picks, <laughs> Aiden's given the talk symbol. Uh, okay, but it's impressive to miss that many in a row. Let's just get that <laughs> straight. So let's go ahead. Let's wrap up with our picks, at least, with the XFL game. So just a heads up, there is one game still going on. Um, so the first game on Saturday, uh, Houston defeats Seattle 32-23. We that should be Houston. a dub. Yeah. Yeah, we had that one. 
Uh, the New York Guardians defeat Dallas 30-12. to I forgot Landry Jones wasn't playing. So or I'm did not, he play? I'm not giving you a mulligan either Look, way. No, don't give me a you mulligan. That's that fine. L. I took Dallas. Yeah, I r- rode true with my guys, which I did not do with the Cats. Uh, so I'm 2-0. and Yeah, you always beat me in XFL, though. Yeah. It's uh, impressive. My squad, DC. How could you pick the, the rival of the defenders, though? That's what I thought you were going to be on my side. You know for that what? Game. I had to put. I had to put the rivalry aside, and I had to pick that. Okay. You know, I had to. I'm I guess. sorry. So we don't, my guys, don't apologize into DC. Some Mars defeats St. Louis at home at uh, in DC, 15 to six. That's a brutal score to look at. My goodness. But doesn't matter because I'm three and zero right I'm now. I'm two and one, right? Yeah. Okay. So and then the final game still going on. Uh, L.A. and Tampa Bay. I think we both were like, we're not picking Mark Trestman. No. <laughs> but L- also, L.A. is just that bad. Right now, Tampa Bay is leading by four points on the road, 24-20. I, I don't even know. <laughs> Mark, that, he'll collapse. The D.C. defenders went out and lost to Tampa Bay, didn't they? Did don't, they end up losing? don't stop. You can stop right that's there. A quad, that's a quad. That loss is sitting right by Evansville, bud. <laughs> I tell you. No, 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 no. We're not going to even get there. Don't, don't start with that. I guess. Okay. So those were our picks from this past weekend. Let's, we're not going to fool with the SEC tournament picks right now. No, I mean, we essentially, we basically we did, essentially it. did it. We but we can, we can go back, you know, in the next one, since there will be some yeah. games over with. Correct. We're going to publish this on Friday. We can yeah. talk about our picks for the uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. All right, we'll finish with our final thoughts now that we've got our picks out of the way. You all had some final thoughts you wanted to end with. So, Hayden, the floor is yours. I think you wanted to talk about Dayton, right? Yes, sir. So, um... Chandler, you saw the you gave me the updated bracket for about an hour ago. I did. Yeah. And now Kentucky is the eight overall seed. Okay. So that makes us the last. Okay, so it has changed then. Yes, it has changed. Has changed. Okay. Since the last time I saw it. Okay. So they're not the five overall, so they're the eighth. Mm-hmm. So while we were saying though, even though and that was happening while we while we were talking. Right. So even though they uh they can jump. They can't. They probably cannot jump mm-hmm. to that one seed, which would have been pretty, pretty remarkable. At the same time, this, I still think the same thing is still there, to where that the three. It looks like those those first three are locks: San Diego State, Baylor. No, not San Diego State. I mean Baylor, Kansas, Kansas. and and Gonzaga. Then, and Gonzaga. And then, well, I was about to say San Diego State, and I think Dayton are gonna flip. You think so? Because, I mean, San Diego State lost in their conference tournament. Yeah, so they don't have a chance to play anymore until the actual Wednesday tournament. Right. So they're literally just saying, okay, Creighton, okay, Dayton, okay, Kentucky, do something. Yeah. So I think I think that one last seed, one seed, it's going to be not as a lock as I thought a week ago. So that was one thing I want to say. I would say just go watch AT, a, Atlantic 10 basketball. I never thought I would say that in my life. <laughs> But Obadiah Toppin is really, really good. He's so good. Did you see that dunk? Yep. The turnaround. Oh, my gosh. I'm just – Obi Toppin's going to be a very probable – like a very – someone's going to want him in that draft. This year. Is he player of the year? Yes. Him, him I have Luka Garza. I think, I think it's Obi Toppin. Yeah, you think so? I think right now it's between him and Luka Garza, but I think it's Obi. And as a Buki. For yeah, Kansas. true, true. And, yeah. I, and see, it's going to be then three and then carry for Duke. Yeah, Vernon Carey. Yeah, that sounds so about right. So I, I got Obi on all of them. I agree with Obi. Yeah, I got Obi. Azubuki's a close second for me because that Kansas team went on a run. They did, and I think the only reason why they're getting the number one—I mean, the number one overall seed—has to get the national player year candidate. 
and Azabuki's their best player, and he's probably one of the reasons why they're doing it. And so they're making that run, and the reasons why they're number one overall. So right. that's that's my pick. But like, I still got Obi. But like Dayton, you know, a week ago I didn't think Dayton was the real deal, but I think they can they can make it they can make a run. And I even though I would rather see Kentucky be in their bracket, right, and give us Obi rather than having Azabuki mm-hmm. because it's just the matchups. Dave's going to be fun to watch. I 100% agree with that. Chandler, what was your final thoughts? You know, I, to build off of what he said right now, I'm looking at it, Kentucky's number eight. And um, I think Kentucky needs either Creighton or Villanova to lose before, like, an earlier game in order for them to keep that two seed. Or else if Creighton and Villanova are in the championship game for the Big East tournament, I think they're both going to end up with the two seed. Right now, Lenardi has Villanova's a nine. It's the number nine overall team. I think if Villanova were to beat Seton Hall as the number three team mm-hmm. or yeah. uh, beat Creighton even in a championship game, they would jump Kentucky. And I think, you know, in order to Kentucky, unless, you know, Baylor were to lose again, uh, which right now Lenardi still has Baylor's number two team, but, you know. How? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I were, don't know. You were mad about that earlier. You were like, how in the world? But I think I think the teams that Kentucky is because uh, right now I mean Duke how many bad games is Duke I know Kentucky oh, lost to Tennessee yeah. but Duke lost Wake Forest since he's by twenty two right and I and I just believe and dropping the net I'm going cow there for a second right but. and I think after Louisville lost Saturday I think the teams that Kentucky is repeat, competing for a two seed with are Creighton and Villanova and they need one of those two teams to lose the early game in order to get that two seed okay sounds good Braden your final thoughts. Real quick, I'm going to just drop a little comment on each of the other ones. Obi Toppin, you know he's operating on another level right now when literally every game Dayton plays, it seems like he's throwing down a windmill in the middle of the game or between the legs like it was against George yeah, Washington. A couple like, the other like night. Some of the stuff he's doing in-game, like you've really got to be on a different planet to be able to be doing that stuff. Uh, with regard to Baylor being a one-seed still, yeah, they've had you know a few bad losses lately, but I think it's just because everybody's had those bad losses and theirs have just happened to come now. Now, if you're supposed to, you know, like the old method used to do, take the last 12 games into more consideration than the rest of it, they probably wouldn't be on the one line still and probably okay. would not be number two overall. But I just think that's why that is. Uh, my last thing is just, man, how great is college basketball? We just, like, college basketball. Can we take a second? Like, just just to, take a second yeah, and appreciate it. Saturday was the first day of conference tournament championship games. Mm-hmm. So there's teams, there's five teams right now that have already clinched bids mm-hmm. for oh, the tournament. And can we talk? That Murray State Belmont. Oh, it's always great. Dude, it was so every I feel oh so bad gosh. for the racers. Oh, that was that's you realize every mom and dad's alumni. So I was I'm always cheering for Murray State. Right. Yeah, I've, I've I grew up on Murray State basketball, right. so oh, I, it broke man. my heart to lose on a backdoor cut like that. Oh, that's just brutal. You know? Man, I tell you what, I was sitting there watching the game. It was like Belmont's literally ran that play forever, and you could tell right. that that Murray State player. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember the name, but you could tell as soon as he took that step oh, out, he was yeah. like, oh, he, you could tell he just knew he messed up, and I've feel awful for him just because that's literally how the play Belmont had ran multiple times that night. Uh, yeah. Watch the OVC, man. I tell you, watch the OVC. Watch the Southern Conference. Uh, okay. Eastern Tennessee Southern, State. I've heard a lot about Furman, Wafford. Oh, yeah, Furman lost. Really Wofford's good. in the final, I think, probably playing East Tennessee State. Wait a minute, Furman's sure. in that conference? Yeah. 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 Oh. The Southern Conference has been high-quality basketball the last right. few years. Eastern, or that's not Eastern Tennessee State. Yeah. UNC Greensboro should have made the tournament last year as an at-large. They should have, not. yeah. Uh, they gave Kentucky a real run at Rupp. And um, just, it's outstanding, isn't it? I There were so many games yesterday that just came down to the wire, and it wasn't like all the fouling at the end that made it, you know, made it close. I mean, Utah State, in last four in, first four out territory, 
beats San Diego State, game-winning three from Sam Merrill with two and a half seconds left, puts them in for sure, and they avoid the first four because they're a conference tournament champion. Exciting, just such an exciting game to watch and exciting ending. Um, Malachi Flynn's shot almost went in, too. I don't know if you all saw the end of that game, but, man, Malachi Flynn almost matched it there at the buzzer. Yeah. Um, Butler and Xavier yesterday, or Saturday, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, played an outstanding game in the Cintas Center. Kamar Baldwin for Butler, 36 of the Bulldogs' 72 points. He's Nails player, a yeah. three with about with under three seconds left in the game. Just after Baylor got an and one driving layup plus the free throw, took the you know went up by two. Kamar Baldwin's a stud, and Butler was undefeated for a while. They've kind of fallen off a little bit, but I think another team to watch. And just the Big East, you know, we talk about oh the old Big, Big East. East. Oh, Love Big the Big East. East, man. Creighton, Villanova, Seton, Seton Hall. Yeah. Xavier Butler Marquette be interesting to watch. I feel like especially like, the Big East has got some top quality teams, man. I know Marquette always slides this time of year, and they'll probably end up getting bounced in the first round again. But still, that is a hey, high quality Marquette. basketball. <laughs> um, another game. There's another one. The Murray State Belmont game you talked yeah. about. Um, there's another conference tournament game today. You and uh, it was Winthrop and Hampton. Exciting game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people just need to give these lower conferences a chance in my book because. You know, you may not know the names, um, but these guys, man, for them, they've got to win their conference tournament to get in. That's not something I necessarily agree with, you know, with yeah. some of the one seeds and some of the you know, the mid-majors you uh, win their conference the entire year and then, you know, have a fluke game. Uh, but that's a topic for another day. But it's exciting basketball. People just need to give that credit instead of just, you know, the well-named programs that everybody's heard of. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Well, this has been a fun episode, I feel like. This has been great. That was a blast, and man. Special thanks to our, our two guests that came with us today, Hayden Hooper and, Ch- and Chandler you. Wilcox. Thanks for having us. So, as always, guys, I'm Zach Epperson. Braden Ramsey. We'll see you all later.